Hello and welcome to episode 13, lucky number 13, of the D-Hoop University Podcast. This is your host, Daryl Harris, also known as D-Hoopster. Now, you're getting a semi-unusual pod today. This is the conclusion of Monday night's games where you we just have to take advantage of our emotional connection to one of the teams involved and... For that reason, the reaction was pretty mandatory, and the conversation flowed from there. And the most pertinent topics, I believe, came to the surface. Apologies in advance to Jock Landell. He's a great guy. I've actually interviewed him before. He wasn't supposed to be a part of (laughs) a funny moment in this episode, but he is, and like I said, apologies in advance. Without further ado, let's talk some hoops. Well, hello. Shiv's uh, Shiv's on the other end, and you know, I sal- salute him for wanting to get on tonight because he really did. So, I'm going to pass him the ball because, in all honesty, I didn't even get a chance to uh, sit down and watch these games yet. Um, I get after getting home from work, so I saw what happened. I saw the ending of both games actually. So I'm I'm here to have a conversation on it, but you probably have the play-by-play and more feelings attached to it. And you know what this is called? It's called trust. I know you're going to, yeah, you're going to take care of, you know, you're going to carry, you know, the parts that I can't and we'll be just fine. (laughs) So if you didn't watch the game, uh, Philadelphia won one nineteen to one fifteen in Boston on the road in a shocking upset. I think Philly was like plus four thirty or like four fifty to win this game today before tip off. So Man. they were <laughs> underdogs. If you wanted to get Chick Fil A this week, you missed out on your opportunity. Harden finished with forty five, six, and a rebound. Maxi finished with twenty six. And they won by four, but I'm not here to talk about the game. <laughs> I'm here to talk about how I feel as a fan right now. I'm not even going to look at the box score. Tatum had 39, 11. Great. I don't care. Brown had 23 and six. I don't care. Tonight. Uh-oh. There was no, there was no, clear out, defense. clear out, clear out. <laughs> I got the ball at the top of the key. Um, yeah, okay, so tonight, Boston had no defensive progression. There was no sense of urgency defensively. You, you you would look at their defensive performance today, and you look at the fact that they were the second-best defensive team in the league this year statistically. It's like, how? You got Jalen Brown playing high uh. cake with Harden at the elbow on an isolation. I don't know what Harden's gotten doing, like, hopscotch. He's sliding one way, sliding the other way. He has no idea what he's doing. He's just out there for the sake of – he didn't want to switch. Now he got switched, and he didn't want to guard him. And so now he gets mixed. Harden goes by him, lays it in. Harden step back three on Jalen Brown. And I'm I'm not singling out Jalen Brown because Marcus Smart had six turnovers today. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's not the season of giving, right? Like, we're not – this isn't Christmas. This is, the, this is not the season of giving. He's given the ball six times – to you know, I don't know what <laughs> I just defended him last podcast. I don't know what that's about. Now I look dumb 
because he's just handing oh, the ball man. to the other team. Um, there was no defensive urgency from the Celtics. The, you, there was so much miscommunication. People pointing, clapping, come on, like, where are you, where are you, where are you, where yeah. are you, or anywhere. So it doesn't really matter. They're letting Paul Reed just parade down the middle of the lane. I don't know. He might as well have high-stepped in the – I don't know how many dunks he had uncontested. B-ball uh, Paul. <laughs> B-ball Paul. And, you know, I'm going to say it because we talked Uh-oh. about this earlier. I'm going to say it. This is where Ime, Ime Udoka oh, would man. this bleep slide. He wouldn't. He would not. He would call a timeout. He would get into Jason Tatum's face. He would get into Jalen. He would grab him by the jersey and be like, you need to step it up. Because how is Ime it? had their respect. Ime, you look at all these guys. Let's actually steer the conversation to that. Because I think this is a larger thing. Guys like Bill yeah. Simmons and Rosillo, who actually follow the Celtics very intently as well, they have been constantly on Missoula for they just don't think he's got the guys like Ime's got the guys. And you'd say, ah, you know, it feels like this year they're not winning as many close games. It's not true. Missoula has a better record in the clutch than Ime does. Go look it up, stat nerds. It's true. It's a true stat. <laughs> so it's not that Missoula isn't clutch. There was something that Ime had that he brought to that team that brought this fierce dog-like mentality out of guys like Smart, out of guys like Grant Williams. We got a ton out of Grant Williams at this point, like literally 365 days yeah. ago. Grant Williams was a solid rotational and, piece, getting 15, 17 minutes. He's not seeing the floor. Yeah, ironically, he did in the closeout game in Atlanta, and he was kind of pivotal. Yeah. he's he, And so you want to see him – with a little more urgency and aggression, especially at home when now Milwaukee's out of the running, you would think that Boston would come out like their butts on fire. And that just wasn't there today. It was like, Oh, let's let one of let's, let's let this hall of fame (laughs) elite level score of the basketball in conversations with guys like Kobe Bryant, Steph Curry, guys who are, who have been getting buckets since the age of like 12. Yeah. <laughs> like let him get comfortable. Let him do what he wants out here. I'm playing at he home. He should be, right? Yeah, he should be. Let's let's make him welcome. You know, Marcus wants you to give him the ball a little bit, make sure he gets a couple extra possessions to really find his footing, find his jumper. Let Tobias Harris get busy. You know, like it, it was an embarrassing showing and and you could see the Celtics were frustrated as they walk off the floor. I had I just want to reiterate, I had the Celtics winning in six because I knew something like this would happen at least twice. Did I think it was going to happen in game one? No. <laughs> well, how could I think it was going to happen in game one? So, yeah, you're a Celtics fan, you go to bed pretty frustrated because this is something you've been dealing with all season. These mental lapses or no you thought you were you thought this thought this was behind him yeah tonight felt like almost i don't want to call it a step back yet i don't want to firmly say it was a step back but you feel something though you feel it was it a letdown as a fan as somebody who has watched this team grow it was kind of jarring yeah it was like 
Oh, like um, nah, man. We 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 t- we tapped it during the game. I text you because because uh I was keeping my eye on it. I saw yeah. a three point game at halftime, and I said, "Hmm." Well, so here's the and then, yeah. Go before, ahead. Be- before it was a three point game at halftime, the Celtics were up like twelve with about four oh, minutes man. to go, and it just dwindled in an instant. They went on a ten zero run to close the quarter. And you're like, all right, well, they closed the they closed the half strong, but. Boston's a team that makes adjustments and they make them well on the fly. They're versatile. I think they're going to pull away. And it's kind of like, I don't remember the other boxer, but do you remember when Anthony Joshua was fighting that sort of pudgy Latino American boxer? Yeah. Is it, uh, yeah, his name's going to come to me. Go ahead. Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz. It was when Anthony Josh, you know, this is what this matchup is. It's Boston, who is this elite cream of the crop league like one of the elite cream of the crop teams in the league versus Philly, who's on the tier sort of below them. They're a great team, but nobody really has this confidence that they do like they do when they look evaluate Boston. And so in that fight between Ruiz and Johnson, Ruiz goes the distance and he ends up, I think, winning that fight. Like, was it a knockout? I don't think it was a knockout. I think it was it was a decision. But either way, my point is, at when you're in the second round of the playoffs, you don't let the underdog have a chance because yeah. you're in the second you round. Tight, you got to tighten up. You have to tighten up. You have to handle your business. And when you have a chance to knock them out, you knock them out. And that's what Ime used to preach to these guys. I wasn't in the huddle. Don't quote me on it. That's what it felt like as a fan. It right. felt like Ime used to you know You know how much you can trust your team. Yeah. At, at a at a given time yeah oh uh, dude no nah, man this is uh well this is good i i would say it's good because maybe this is a wake-up call it's game one and like you said if we're going six hypothetically you know the better team is going to average out to be the better team and they're gonna take those moments as the series progresses but Man, I was trying to see what game this was, just looking back at my notes from this episode where we dedicated a lot of time to the concerns that I pulled away from one of Boston's loss to the Hawks in round one. And one of the questions that I had as a fourth quarter just went away, it was the 13-point lead that they gave up. and. The, one of the questions that I had is that I saw the bleeding and I was like, who am I looking to, to stop the bleeding? Yeah. And we, that answer should be clear as day right. because it should be the coach and all that, but it's like, it should be Tatum at the end of the day. If if nobody else is, it should be, all right, I'm, and that's where the gap with Tatum and Brown is. I can't expect that out of Brown yet. Got it. And I, and, or I just don't. Maybe yeah. I could. I know he's capable, but it's like siblings. One, like you're looking at one, like you know damn well. <laughs> right. But well, so I don't know, man. It, I think the in this... box score, his numbers were incredible, but right. there's just still the assertive moments where we should know that you're getting the last say in this, and yeah. these these prolonged, you know, stretches go on and. You know, it's happened to a lot of great. It's happened to a lot of great players, right? And it's one game, 
It's only but one game. I I can't wait to let we can spend this, you know, w- once you feel you're in the mood, but <laughs> I want to talk about Harden a good yeah, deal. Yeah, let's do it. I was just about to bring that up too. Just just off, you know, the gist because I still root for Harden. Of course. I, I've never stopped rooting for Harden. So same. um we man. And this is going to get hammered. This is going to get hammered in the news and more stuff's going to come out. But I think that email point is poignant. It I is. think that that one that one hits home. No, it. And I'm telling you this as somebody who religiously watches Boston basketball, there is a clear difference. Almost you can almost feel it in the team like there is they're missing that. Mm. that like muscle that aggressive push forward and throughout this postseason we've kept the missoula thread going yeah. on our previews episode one we talked about yeah the eastern conference is cool and all it comes down to the teams in green and milwaukee ended up not being one of those teams but we still had our faith in boston but the concerns that we kind of just pointed out initially were all right is that remember it feels like a long time ago, but I was like, is this Jalen Brown media and mixed signals? Is that a thing? All right, we'll see. And we're like, is Missoula versus Ime going to become a thing? We'll see. Yeah. So we'll we'll have to pay attention to it, but it's it's one game, and you know. This is you don't. It's not. That's not the way you wanted to go down. But I don't so, think that. I didn't even get to tell. Oh man, I didn't even get to mention the funniest part of this story, or my funniest experience with this game. Yeah. And <laughs> I probably shouldn't, but my freaking manager, my boss, like my boss, boss is you know a diehard Celtics, and he's pretty much checked out for the day. He's walking out any minute, but the game's on, and. I happen to have a question <laughs> and inconvenient time, but it, it was all cool. Like I said, I walked right, like, you know, I walked right in and I'm like, Oh Lord, I just saw the score a couple seconds ago. Philadelphia was coming from behind still, like trying to like do the math, like how they're coming yeah. back. I walk in, it's like eight seconds left. They're up like now dictating how the game ends. I'm like, what happened in between when I got up, he came over here, and he just lets it fly on him. He's like, "This is without their best player." <laughs> I can't believe it. Like this is, oh man! And I, like I said, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but it's just really funny. He he likes to rip on me, so I'm sure he wouldn't take offense to. Something. That is hilarious. I mean, I will. So my roommate here is a Philly fan too. Grew up in Philly. Um. And you know how Philly fans are, man. They're just clapping. Just some, some fans are just per- like you, you talk about it, and you just hit a personal nerve. And it's like, can we just casually talk about it? And it's just like you know, and Harden keeps hitting these MF and step back threes, and it's just like, dude. Okay, let's talk about Harden actually. Okay, because nobody, and I mean nobody, has respected Harden for the last half a decade. And what and coming into this, I was I would be willing to have had Philly as, you know, one B to Boston and not be clearly at nearly as definitive with my Boston take so far. 
because I was like, all right, I haven't seen the next gear from Harden. And I don't, I just, I need to see it. And now that I'm not seeing, I'm like, all right, I'm sure he's probably got it. But like, is it re- like, can he turn it on when he's going to need it? But I'm never questioning what this guy's done. Like, dude, it, he's one of very few that game just speaks for himself. You'll appreciate me when I'm gone and you, you'll see it. I don't need to convince you on it, but it's like, dude, there are a tiny amount, a tiny percentage of people who do this who will ever do what I've done. Dude. And I respect that, dude. He go he went to high school around the corner in yeah. the same district as LA. mine. And LA native. And at the, I'm always going to root for that off the off the strength, but that was a trademark, you know, forgot that was forgot about James. Like yeah. you must have forgot. Yeah. And we needed to see him. He knew that. Like we said, this team had eight days off in between games. Oh, yeah. That's what you, that's that's a benefit of taking care of business. And yeah. they were the only team that got a sweep in the first round. What do you know? Like now it's different. Like there's so many nuanced factors in the postseason where it comes down to all right, like you said, pretenders from contenders. You can't yeah. just throw out jock your third center in a playoff game and not immediately see that you need to get his ass off the court <laughs> like th- there's not you know you can't play around in yeah. the postseason now yeah. and <laughs> it's just like <laughs> i damn near lost where i was <laughs> Chocolate. We were talking about Boston. Chocolate. Get sniped from like 450 meters out. Chocolate. Oh man, I don't know what I was even saying before that. Let's. I honestly don't. But Chocolate. We love it. It's you know the postseason, man. The (laughs) postseason. We got to talk about it. James Harden, you know what I'm saying? Dude, dude, I'm dead. All right, let me compose myself. Hold on. It's been a long day, guys. It's been, it's been a long day for me. It's a Monday. My team just got waxed on national it's, it, television. It's a drunk Monday. So This yeah. Monday has not been like other Mondays. No. It's, it's and I part of me was in the mood to, to do this just because of the different vibe of the day. And yeah. Man, that was unexpected. I, I would say James caught a lot of people off guard with that one. Well, you know, we I, were talking. so I we hoop. We both hoop religiously. Right. We grew up playing AAU and stuff. And I'm a left-handed hooper. So whenever Talk about it. Whenever people see you on the court in a big game, they're like, oh, you know, Manu, James Harden, right? Those are the first two names that come to mind. So I've loved James Harden ever since he was on the Thunder. So it was hard for me to root against him in a weird way, watching him cook, because growing up in the Bay and going to high school in the Bay and coming back for for college breaks and stuff, nobody there respected James. They just were always telling me he was overrated when he was in his prime, and it used to frustrate me because I think James Harden, out of our generation of basketball, outside of maybe like Vince Carter – James Harden is going down 
like he's like one of the most underrated and underappreciated super like he's he's first of all he is he, going down as a legend bro he is a veteran bucket getter who has probably been averaging 27 a game since he was like literally 12 years old and <laughs> like literally he has been doing this for decades of his life and people just don't get that at all like he is so talented and you saw it on full display tonight the array of shot making the handles the quickness the ability to knock down free throws being just understanding you know what i'm saying the understanding of this game and ability to manipulate it and he, man, he, he gets to, he gets to toy with the game he does and it's 2k like that that comes from mastery you know what i'm saying it's not by hook or by crook <laughs> no, he is he really does that and for people who didn't think he was capable of this you don't watch basketball i don't know what you watch but you don't watch basketball because he's been doing this since we were like in high school and i graduated high school in 2015 so wake up america james harden is good at basketball and he can score a lot of points this isn't news um no man i, I echo all of that long live the beard long and live the- I, i'm here to see where we go from here because that you, you don't have to man it doesn't matter I, I made this analogy if you know you go to military if you go to just because if you used to be addicted to something and like say you go to rehab you go to the military you go to you know somewhere where you're just forced away from it and you know it goes away if you offer that person that as soon as they come back they're going to remember what it's like whether or not you know what they do from there james i feel like has been out of the spotlight for a minute and he just kind of stole the spotlight yeah and that could have been a reinvigoration of his career knowing yeah. that he's got a window of his next of right now yeah. to, to get it done while you can, while you really feel competent in your abilities and time, you don't get make you don't get a do-over in the playoffs. No. And next year is far from a given. Like, you know, repeating is <laughs> there's the Giannis clips of how did LeBron do this <laughs> for eight years in a row? But man, I'm ex- I'm I'm here to see I'm here to see where we go from here. We we did I have think, another game tonight. I think in game two and for the series moving forward, I think Boston comes out with a lot more defensive urgency. And obviously, the biggest factor in this series is Embiid. Is he going to play game two? Is he going to play game three? I don't know. But there's Boston, always that sort of addition by subtraction when you don't have a guy and there's just opportunity. And yeah. it creates you, you know, just a unique feeling, which you can't account for prior to. And we mentioned I mentioned on the preview, I said it as like I snuck it in as much as I could because if you mention a bit of praise or support or positive regards about Tobias Harris, it's like the 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 public is going to find you. And I was like, dude, I don't think he's the worst thing. Like he's been doing his part. 
and Max using, you know, volume, but he's not afraid. Yeah. And well, that, so I actually want to touch on this now you bring in Maxi. I forgot about this really quickly. Maxi had five fouls with about 530 left in the game. They never went at him. They never just swung the ball to who Maxi was guarding and clear that side out. And that right there is goes back to my point. Ime wouldn't have let that slide. Ime would have found a way to get Maxi out of that game, especially if Maxi had switched out to Jalen Brown. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. Pass, pass. Yeah, stop. Get out of the honestly, the coach should have been hunting him. The player should have been should have figured out. Let's hunt him at some point. All game down yeah. the stretch, especially you got you can't you can't be yeah. serious. But shout out yeah. to PJ Tucker, man. He didn't put up a shot in this game, but he was plus six in the box score in the plus minus. So, two numbers that I want to bring up before we leave for, from this topic: Celtics ten of twenty six from three, Philly seventeen of thirty eight. Turnover battle. Boston had uh sixteen. Total turnovers, Philly had eight. When you're not shooting threes at the same clip and you're turning the ball twice over twice as much, you're not going to win the game. And I just also want to say for Boston, you don't sleep well tonight, but you realize is Harden really like is Harden gonna go for 45 again? He can do it. He's done it once. As a fan of the game, I'm I'm not banking on him doing that. If I'm Boston, especially if I'm trying to clamp and I'm trying to really be active defensively. The only guy that does that is Giannis. Yeah, no, Philly, Philadelphia is still pretty skinny in terms of heavy contributors. They they depended on the starters tonight in, in bulk. So, oh man, that that factors into this next team that we can again move forward pretty quickly in. But let's mention it because it happened tonight. But this is what we've been saying. I. And it's going to surface one way or another. So the Denver Nuggets took care of the Phoenix Suns again tonight. They won that game 87 to 97, holding Phoenix to 14 points in the fourth quarter. Chris Paul left this game, I believe, in the first half with a groin injury and was ruled out. So that's a factor as well. But it's going to surface one way or another. In game one, you were getting the heroics from both sides. You're getting high-scoring games, 35 here, 30 over here, another 25 here. And at the end of the day, they couldn't play defense when it mattered most. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you know good they are getting buckets. They were too drained to execute because yeah. and because you know those pieces were coming at them too hard. Tonight, neither team could really hit their jumpers. Ugly game. Ugly game. Now we're talking about who might be the best player in this series, and whether you like it or not, it's Nikola Jokic right now. Yeah. Because he's capable of doing this right now, and he is locked in. So it's like, all right, you guys, how are you going to play 45 minutes running up and down with this team? Second game on the road now, but even once you go back home, Denver's going to press the gas. You're going to yeah. run with this team for four quarters and then execute down the stretch. Like you're not like your Gatorade cup isn't showing. It's not going to happen, dude. And it's going to surface one way or another. I didn't, 
Um, they, we'll, we'll, I didn't see what the update on Chris Paul was, but I think you, I think you hit a like. I think you scored a couple runs on the last pod when you mentioned that Chris Paul. How much longer is he there? Yeah, and in a matter of moments, I walked myself through it and was like, "No, yeah, we we might have to shake it, shake it in the off season." And oh man. We don't need to mention uh, the history with Chris Paul, but yeah. I will start off by saying we said on the last episode, the Suns are incredibly reliant on Devin Booker getting 40 for them to be in the game. And it looked like it was going to happen again tonight because it felt like he was the only one that was scoring for them. Suns depth is an issue. Where are you going to get it from? Is it Tory Craig? Is it TJ Warren? Is it Akogi? Our boy Jock Landale? Like, who is it? Who is it coming from? Who is it coming from? Like, Aiden had five fouls tonight. Yeah. What are you going to do? Also, Aiden's soft. Like, can we just like firmly say that? It's Aiden's annoying soft. because he's so skilled and he could he's be a such friend. a two way player. Yes. And he just doesn't show it ever. I don't know why it's it, it's like you got we saw a little years. a little the run that they made to the to the finals, but you, you can't depend on you can't expect it. Yeah, I don't. It's it's, Aiden, just dunk the ball. I bet I bet it feels great to dunk on someone too. So like, just do it, just do it. You'll feel good. Your team will love it. Yeah. Um, no man, no, Nikola Jokic. Let's highlight let's highlight Bruce Brown and KCP. I just want to shout them out real quick because right. I was one of the people this. when they acquired them, I was thinking, I don't know, does it really move the needle for them? Like, does it really move the needle for them? On paper, it doesn't really look like it, it does, but today's game shows that those acquisitions were the most important thing they could have done because KCP hit three big threes in the second half. That really took the lid off the basket for Denver in a weird way. No, it did. It, it was a game where shots weren't going down. And, and he when wouldn't he, have tell, yeah. been able to tell by some shots that he hit down the stretch. And that's yeah. KCP. That's why I mentioned him. You called him KFC. KFC? I did call him KFC. I called him – he dude, because I thought, you know, these guys – I thought these guys in, in, in purple and in orange were going to go at him, but I guess they get down differently in the Valley. Nah, man. Hey, we, 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 we put a banner up that KCP was a part of. We yeah. – uh, we we I, I I've went I went there with him before, so I was like, nah, bro, like it's 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 gonna be a factor, like oh, he, at, at the moment he he's here to play, but no, dude, that that team, that team's playing with with with, with a real swagger because yeah. they know who they are, they they've kept the core intact and they've added the pieces that are needed each off season or each trade deadline. And if you go back and you listen to our preview, I literally said, I, I actually, I went to listen for reference and I was like, oh man, all right, good, 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 good. Because I paid attention to them during the regular season Yeah. because I'm like, dude. And I was telling, you know, folks that I, you know, I think I, the Lakers can pull it out. I always think they can. My bet in the West would be the Nuggets. So I think they're going to keep this up. I think the gap between this team, between these two teams, is wide enough to where it's going to 
not be that close. I think Phoenix might get one. Yeah. No, it's it it is it is really looking that way. And one thing to I don't maybe, see how I don't see why Denver's not gonna go in this game three and win it as well. Yeah. I mean Phoenix hasn't you know, Monty's on the hot seat. What are the adjustments you're gonna make now? You know what I mean? So and and we said early in one of the earlier podcasts, there's gonna be a series where they miss Cam and Mikhail. Wouldn't you rather have them two over KD right now? Maybe stretch the floor a little more. You get a little more defense. You have a little more depth. One 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 million percent need Mike out right now. Let's uh, so, yeah. let's let's wait and see for some more on that. Let's talk about what we're looking for tomorrow night. Yeah. And oh my gosh, what do we have going on tomorrow night? We have Knicks Heat four thirty. Yep. Lakers Warriors at seven. And. None of these statuses are going to be decided until an hour before the game. But I think that it would be New York fashion for them to drop this game again. It would. And kind of like be like, oh, man, you, you made me think that something was going to happen here. And it's not. But I'm wondering, am I going to zag from that? But I think I think they get one. I think they get this one tomorrow. If Randall plays, and, they might. Randall changes things. And I think I think they get this one because either way, Miami got the one that they needed. And yeah. they're still going to go into game three with their heads high because they got what they did what they let, had. To let's just keep it going. going. Yeah, we know we, we know what we have to do to beat them. Yeah. Yeah. Let, exactly. Let's do what we need to. I think New York. I think New York wins tomorrow. You probably get a a Bronson explosion. They move away from this. Let's feed RJ and make RJ the focal point of the offense down the fourth quarter of the most important game of the entire season when we've never done that before. So, I think they'll move away from that. I trust Tibbs to move away from that. So I'll take New York tomorrow. And man, Golden State, Los Angeles, LeBron. Who are you taking? Hey, oh, you know what's funny? We didn't bring this up, but we actually do have a more recent reference point of somewhat postseason play between LeBron and Steph since they last met in the finals. The play-in technically isn't the postseason. That's what I'm saying. The semi. They're technically not the playoffs. It's the postseason. It's, it's literally in a league of its own. But they did meet in that game. Two se- a season where both of them were on teams that were very strange versions of themselves and not too far from success, but it's like, uh, we don't know what we are right now. Yeah. And one way or another, the Lakers won that one. And I think that, I think that LeBron is getting these guys ready to go in there and get this win tomorrow. I think that maybe you know similar to the Miami game like this game one is going to be like so attention grabbing that if you win this one you're kind of going to buy yourself like some some grace mentally like for a bit and it's like we need to go in there and get this one I think it's a toss-up I I know it's I know it's there you know they're on their turf but I'll tell you this if if there's one player I'm not betting against when you have to play on a Warriors home court it's LeBron I've seen what that man can do in Oracle. I mean, oh, it's, chase, it's Chase, but I've seen what he can do in Oracle. So I only no. He he touches down in the bay and he's comfortable. I don't know what it is. Yeah, 
I don't know what it, he feels the breeze and he's like, uh oh. The uh the less the less polluted skyline of San Francisco. I'm here. I'm here to see what we get tomorrow, man. I, I don't even want to speculate too much ahead of time. I think that both coaches are sitting on something a little, you know, a little different. Yeah. And that they are also going to be observing. Yeah. So this is we'll have to see. We'll, we'll get to see what the out, you know, initial come out approaches are yeah. for these teams, which will be interesting in and of itself. But what will be more interesting is how the game plays out. So let's uh let's let that go ahead and play out. Before Let's you know it, it we're going to be back on here. Telling you, I have you a feeling we might it. be on here tomorrow. Just have a feeling. Oh man, I hey, salute, salute because you pushed us to jump on here tomorrow tonight. I will probably be compelled to say something tomorrow night. <laughs> the game's good. I have a feeling we'll be on here tomorrow night. If they're both blowouts, we'll see you down. Yeah, there. yeah, we'll see, but. Yeah, man. Thank you for listening. As always, like, subscribe, follow the pod, interact on socials, and keep watching some basketball. Please I do. don't know what else you could be doing. Till next time. <laughs>